Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's talk more about it. Let's get to our guest. Lance Zierlein is an NFL Network draft analyst. Lance, it's great to have you. Before we can get into the draft, though, we got to get into this latest from the Packers president, Mark Murphy, Say it is the Jets, Lance. Do you think that Rodgers would make them a Super Bowl contender? Oh, <clears throat> that's a tough call in the AFC. I mean, AFC is so difficult, so many good quarterbacks. <clears throat> I think they immediately leapfrog the uh, the Dolphins in terms of the next team up in the, in the AFC East. Um, I think they are a legitimate contender because of Brees Hall back they will, you know, Garrett Wilson, a second year, they've got draft picks. Well, we'll see how many they have left. Yeah. But, yeah, I do think when you look at what they have already um, on paper and on the depth chart, and then you add a quarterback who I think can still play at a very high level, yeah, I think, I think they I, – I can't, I can't take it – Maggie, I can't go that high with it. But what okay. I would say is, do you think they com- can compete – to get into the AFC championship game. Yes, I do think they can compete. Would they be my favorite one, two or three? No, they're not one, two or three, but I think they are now in the conversation for sure. Absolutely. Lance, if you were GM of the jets, would you have gone this path uh, with Aaron Rodgers? It looks like they're trying to pursue him or would you have maybe gone all in on Lamar Jackson? Um, well, so the Lamar Jackson thing will, Okay, so I'd have to see what the, the compensation package looks like. I would assume you're going to have to give up more draft picks with Lamar Jackson than for Aaron Rodgers based on the amount of time Aaron likely has left. You can't assume he's going to play any more than two years just because it's drama every offseason now with him. Well, Lamar Jackson, it comes with the caveat of not only are you going to have to you know give up at least the two first-round picks, of course, if you had the – if you had the tag, you know, if, if, based on what's out there right now, but you'll have to give up two first round picks and 250 million guaranteed is likely what Lamar's uh, side is going to be asking for. So it's longer. I mean, you're locked in longer for your quarterback, but you're also locked in longer for your quarterback, if you know what I mean, and, and with guaranteed money. So it's tricky. I think, you know, honestly, if you ask, in my honest opinion, Lamar Jackson is the better option in terms of where Sauce Gardner is and his development, Brees Hall. I mean, they had an incredible draft class last year. Yep. And you can grow all these guys together. Aaron Rodgers, it's kind of like Matt Stafford, right? It's a staggered – it's kind of a – although the Rams were ready to win right then and they basically just mortgaged their entire future and now the credit card spending is catching up with them. With Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be similar. If two, maybe three years with Aaron Rodgers, and then you're going to have to figure out quarterback again. So – 
this is one of these we're all in moves. Lamar Jackson is also an all in move, but it's one that that you know conceivably has a longer runway for you. You know, Lance, now uh, Mark Murphy in this interview, again, was said, we want this resolved by the start of free agency, but also was asked about Jordan Love and said, quote, we have a lot of confidence in him. We drafted and developed him. A lot of credit goes to our coaches and to Jordan. We do think that he is ready. Take us back to that draft in 2020 Uh when the Packers did trade up to get Jordan Love. You're a draft expert. What did they love about Jordan Love at that time? And what do you see from him now? Well, they probably loved the 2019 tape because that was a good tape the year before. Um, He had lost, I guess it was two wide receivers, um, a tight end, a running back, an offensive, or rather, yeah, an offensive coordinator, I think a head coach. There were so many changes that Jordan Love faced the next year. And I just think that, I think in part, the changes really hurt him. I think maybe he read his own press clippings too much. But, But he was very talented. I watched him in the summer on tape. And I thought he had, you know, I thought he had legitimate first round talent on tape from 19. And so um, he's a guy who can throw on the move. He has some mobility. He has good arm strength. I thought he saw the field fairly well in 19, 20, not so much. It was like a different guy, but some of that could be explained by different receivers, different offense, things like that. So what you have is a guy with good size. He has good strength. I think there were some maturity issues coming out, you know, and that, and that's a matter of, you know, when does, when does it click for you? And I, I think being in Green Bay, being behind Aaron Rodgers, I think certainly helped him. I don't think Aaron treated him necessarily the same way Brett Favre treated Aaron Rodgers. And so um, I like the head coach over there with Green Bay from an offensive standpoint. I think LaFleur, uh, I think it's a good fit for, for Jordan Love. So I think what they see in Jordan Love right now is a guy who has the physical talent, a guy who last year in limited time frame started to show some of what they saw three years ago on tape. And uh, and now, you know, they're going to say whatever they have to, but the reality is Jordan Love right now is he is auditioning for the future quarterback job because before you know it, they're going to have a decision now on year five with, with him. They'll pick up the fifth-year option, but they also have to decide, Green Bay that is, what is his extension going to look like? Because mm-hmm. he hasn't played a whole lot of football, you know, frankly, they may get a little bit of a discount, um, obviously, on a player who could be, their quarterback of the future. So it could work out for the Packers. If it doesn't this year, my guess is they'll be sniffing around on the quarterback market next year. All right, we're talking to Lance Zierlein, NFL.com draft analyst. Now, Jordan Love is in the 20s. You, uh-huh. in your most recent mock draft on NFL.com, have four quarterbacks going in the top eight. Yeah. Is, is that because this is such to, an, but yeah, is it such an excellent quarterback class, or is that because no, of demand? Yeah, it's not, and that's what's kind of crazy about this is it's just, you know, do you know, and this is credit to Dane Brugler who looked this up, there's been no draft where there were four quarterbacks in the top ten. None. And you, there's been, you know, you had one almost where Justin Fields was the fourth quarterback, but he went 11th to the Chicago Bears two years ago. Um, but this isn't, I don't think all these quarterbacks come with the same. You know, Justin Fields had a lot more polish as the third quarterback coming off the board. You look at the fourth quarterback now off the board, probably I think it's going to be Will Levis and not nearly as much polish, even though he's played a lot of football. I just, I think it's just, I think it's the demand, the supply and demand situation. Some quarterbacks who have, have, you know, really fallen off lately or quarterbacks who are out of the league now. All of a sudden there are more teams looking for quarterbacks. The quarterback movement that everyone thought might happen, it's not really 
manifesting itself in terms of the teams that, that we thought might draft quarterbacks in the top 10. And so now, you know, I think the Texans really need to look quarterback. I know they're going to throw all the signals out there that they're going to draft Jimmy or they're going to add Jimmy Garoppolo and they'll just wait. I think they're doing that to keep the price tag down on the, on the Bears to, to make sure they don't have, they want to send that message so no one tries to jump over Houston at number two. It's a lot of positioning and leverage going on right now with the smoke that's being put out there from multiple teams. Um, I also, you know, so I think two needs to draft one. I think the Colts have to at number four. I think that, uh, you know, Carolina and number seven, Las Vegas could be in a race to, to get ahead of the other one or to get ahead of the Colts. So I think three at Arizona is a trade-in spot. I think number five with Seattle is a trade-in spot. And I think six with Detroit is a trade-in spot. So there could be somebody coming from outside of the, the top ten like Washington who could take a look at jumping in. So I, I just happen to think that there will be, because of the workout that Anthony Richardson has, has the, the rare physical capabilities, the C.J. Stroud's great tape against Georgia in his last game in college football, I just think some teams are going to be aggressive, come up and draft quarterbacks. But in my estimation, you know, it's going to be a little dangerous. Lance Earlett is our guest, NFL draft analyst for NFL.com, NFL Network. Lance, we love comps, you know, right or wrong. We love them. So can we get comps for the top four quarterbacks from, in your opinion? Oh, I hate comps. <laughs> right, you're, you're the comp of you, record, Lance. And if, I know, you so love comps. comps. Everyone gets so mad at them. By the way, if, you if you're not done with writing those comps, that's fine. But if you could give us an idea of who your comps will be. You're the comp yeah. king. Yeah, I think, you know, so I, so there's not really a good one for Bryce Young. I mean, I, I do think the one I heard that does make some sense is Drew Brees. I actually do think there is some similarities in the ways they play. It's, but there's just, I think Drew Brees, I, I think Bryce Young is a very unique player when it comes to comp. My first comp I look at is I look at physical stature. So right off the bat, you know, everybody's out basically <laughs> for Bryce Young. He's not. He has some Russell Wilson qualities. He's not Kyler Murray. He has some Drew Brees qualities from the pocket. So <clears throat> I think a, a combination of outside of the pocket, a little bit Russell Wilson, but inside the pocket, Drew Brees. Um, number two, C.J. Stroud for me is Jared Goff. I see a lot of the same qualities coming out. Both of them are accurate. Both of them can throw their wide receivers open. Similar body types and similar arms coming out. Um Anthony Richardson is an easy comp with, with Cam. I think both of them have the, where they spray the ball high, which is a similar, you know, a similar problem in terms of their inaccuracies are typically high. Both are unbelievably big, unbelievably athletic, and can really hurt you with their legs. So, you know, and, and I only think there's three comps in that neighborhood. It's really Josh Allen, Cam Newton, and now Anthony Richardson. There were some elements of, of – I just don't think he's a good enough thrower to be compared to Ben Roethlisberger. You could have young Ben. People forget that young Ben can move a little bit. And then um, I think with with Will Levis, you know, honestly, I, I see some Jay Cutler type stuff, and that's not meant as a slam at all. People take it that way, but it's really not. He's got he's got some freaky arm talent at times. He can make some really impressive throws, but Jay had more poise. And the thing that bothers me about Levis is he's not the most poised quarterback out there. So there are times I see Andy Dalton, who you're very familiar with, because uh, Andy was a pretty good passer coming out of TCU as well. I think Dalton is not a bad comp for, for where 
Will Levis can be, but I don't see Will Levis as being a really high-end, high-end player. So, Lance, you have Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback, number four to the Colts in your latest mock. When will Anthony Richardson be ready to start in the NFL? Well, I mean, you're at least you, – I mean, you need a full red shirt here. I don't think he's ready to start next year at all. I mean, you could put him in there with some very limited stuff. But you got to remember that Shane Steichen, uh, what he did with Jalen – with Jalen Hurts. Now, Jalen Hurts, the, I did ra- I did a podcast in Philadelphia, and, and I couldn't believe how many Philadelphia fans hated Jalen. They just didn't think he could play at all. And this is at the early stages of year two of his development. And I actually saw, I actually saw some advancements from when I wrote him up. I was actually kind of excited about him. I was, I was very positive about Jalen, and uh, he ended up getting better in year two. And of course, this was a great year in year three. To me, Shane Steichen's ability to meld the offense around the player is a huge advantage for Richardson going to the Colts if he were to do that. You take his natural talent, and Steichen, I think, has proven that he can limit your inefficiencies and really, I think, shine a light on what your strengths are. So, But even with that said, he's got to learn to read defenses. He's got to learn to make better decisions. He just needs to... He needs to see and experience more football. He hasn't played enough. And so I think it's a delicate balance, Andrew, between you know letting him take the mental reps he needs to and the practice reps and then getting him some much-needed game reps. And if he's in the game, then probably the Colts are in some, you know, their, their season's probably over by the time that Anthony Richardson is a full-time starter if it's his rookie season. But then again, you got to find, okay, who's your next bridge quarterback yeah. going to be? Because if you're the Colts, you have to have a bridge quarterback. I just don't know if you can go in with Anthony Richardson as your guy in year one. Okay, last question, Lance. We're talking to Lance here on NFL.com. My favorite thing in the fall is watching your sneaky videos at home when your wife is screaming at the television because of the Texas Longhorns. She is the most, <laughs> she's the most avid college football fan I know. Yeah. And she's scary. Maggie, she's scary. Trust me. Lance, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So you did you feel internal pressure at home to put B. John Robinson in the top 10? You have him at 18 here. But it does I thought you were feel- going to ask about the Arch Manning, Quinn Ewers uh, oh, quarterback battle. Yeah. Well, well, spring football. That's a little too well, emotional. So but let me tell you. So last year I got locked out of the house because I was supposedly the jinx whenever Texas lost their big lead against uh, – I'm saying the year before this last one. This year was an easy Longhorn route. So I came back home. I was at a, <clears throat> a radio event. I came back home, and there was no problem. I just happen to like Bijan that much. I just think Bijan is a really, really special talent, and there was no pressure. I did make sure that I told her how high I have Bijan Robinson. <laughs> if I'm going to get points for it, I'm going to make sure she knows. I'm not going to keep it a secret. And then uh, because, you know, I haven't exactly been high on Longhorns in the past, and, well, I've been proven right. Standpoint. Uh, hey, let's not cause trouble at home, Lance. Yeah, I know. Not, Don't push your luck. Legit, and that one helps me. Yeah, that helps yeah. me. All right, Lance. Appreciate the time. It's going to be a busy spring. I know no one works harder in this business, and I cannot wait to read your entire list of comps and hold you to everyone <laughs> for the next twelve years of our friendship. Yeah, I've, I've cut them way down. Trust me. Okay. Because I know that you have been one of the my number one antagonists when it comes to my <laughs> player comps. I've already tweeted your comps, uh, so thank you, Lance. <laughs> Appreciate that. Good, good. good. Thanks, Lance. Thanks, Talk Lance. to you soon. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Lance Airlines the best. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.